Guns it. Intercepted at the 35 yard line. about you but i have some chills and maxim number seven max number seven is all right boys give it to me now give it to me now ready here we go ready to go back seven here we go carry the fight to kentucky carry it there for 60 minutes good good for uh carry the fight kentucky keep it there for 60 minutes beat kentucky oh wait is my mic are we good are we can you can you you're just in a little dead spot there man wow wow Wow, son. So, um... It's... What? It's... Huh? I was going to say it's football season, but... We're uh, so excited. Uh, first off, thank you for tuning in to More Steam, brought to you by us. Um, we're excited to be here. We understand that it is week four, um, but better late than never. We're here. We're bringing you a new product, new refined. Um, we're, things are, are a work in progress, would you say? See, what we've done here mm-hmm. at Apple... So mm-hmm. we want to take yep. the complications out of our last right. project mm-hmm. and perfect it now. Mm-hmm. That's what we do here at So we have Nazi Steve Jobs here, apparently. He's a special guest today. I thought that was Tim Cook. Or Tim Cook. Oh, that does make sense. Because he's kind of British. Yeah. But not really. I think he's just a nice guy. Well. Um, but yeah. First episode of More Steam. And uh, like you said, we're looking to bring you something fantastic here. Oh, meant for orange eyes and ears only. Man, you know, no, actually anybody. Yeah, anybody. Any, I'm just saying, if you if you have orange eyes and ears, is, you're gonna like it a lot more. Yes, you you will definitely enjoy it. If not, you know, they don't have to listen. But you know, you you can. We'd like you to. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, because I want you to get mad yeah. at me and talk shit at me about sure. on Twitter. Say my yeah, N- not, nice orange shirt guy. At the same time. Fuck off. Go yeah. listen to some nerds from your fan base. Yeah, go listen to this guy named um, Georgia. His, his probably name's Kevin or something. So the volunteers have, I would say, well, okay, at, at this point, we're going into week four. At this point in the year, how do you feel? How do you feel about the performance that the Vols have put on so far? So far, I feel really good. Uh, we look dominant on the offensive line and defensive line. I think Woo! so. Except for Georgia, but that's mm-hmm. to be expected. That that loss was to be expected. Everybody expected that, except for a few. Expected. Except for a few insane Tennessee fans that thought we were going to beat them. Like who were all those riders that were like 35, 28, Tennessee? Well, it's like you dude, know, come there's on. the the Blake Topper Myers and the Wes Rackleys and the you know, whatevers. But at the same time, that's cool. I love the enthusiasm, you know. But I'm a realist, and if you really thought we were going to win that game. Bless your heart. Yeah, come on. I love you. You know, we're all in this together. Yeah. But, man. Always think about what you would put money on. That's what I do. And there's a talent. There's a talent barrier right now. 
You know, I mean, we still have Butch Jones players on our roster. Right. And me and you were talking about this the other day. This the what Kirby walked into was a hell of a lot better than what Jeremy walked into. I mean, it was the a, first season we had ever gone under five wins. They were years apart. The first season we had never had an SEC win. I mean, it, the team he inherited was dog shit. The last, and then the best people on it left. The last team, well, the, the team Pruitt inherited. The last time that team went to an SEC championship was 07, 10 years before the, the day he got in the job. Pruitt, or uh, Kirby, I think he was hired, what, 15? That's like that's three years. Yeah, and they went in 2012. You got yeah. a way better team. You got way better depth. Right. Recruiting's right. still there. Exactly. Because most of these kids are just, you know, most of them aren't going to choose whether the coach lives or not. But not an excuse, you know. We got rocked. But 12 penalties, three turnovers in the second half alone will do that. Jared Guantana fumbled it three times, lost it twice, which – I will say not all of it is on him. Like, yeah, I tuck the ball, hold it. But if you watch the game, you understand we were getting ransacked. Yeah. It was an onslaught. It was rough. It's the difference. It's the difference. pressures, 20? Uh, Yeah. I'm like, shit. Yeah, six sacks. And they sacked him on the way out. Mm -hmm. It was bad. It was bad. It it was bad, but to me, like we like we were talking about, it's that's where the those years that Kirby and Jeremy have differ. That's where that second half that proves it. But Jeremy has proved that guys that are freshmen, he started the most freshmen in the NCAA last year, and now that's showing because that means he's got the most returning starters, right? And right. I mean, they're mature for sophomores like Henry Toto. I think is a very good example of the kind of player that he's getting. Bryce Thompson, say what you will about character. Like, everybody fucks up, whatever. But, Some more than others, but it's okay. Hey, you know, we all like to party as much as the VFL next for life, bro. Um, at the end of the day, though, what he's doing is he's getting the best players from the state now, um, something Butch really wasn't doing that much of. No. And it, if he was, they weren't staying very long. And if they were, they were bust. Like, Trey Smith is – that's the one. That's the – it's huge. Yeah. And thank you, but, you know. No, thank you. Yeah, I mean, he got Drew Richmond, too. No, thank you. But, no, what we're saying is is Pruitt's still building his brand. And the coaching staff, obviously, is the best. Nobody has more I mean, proven of the year than us. They've proven they know how to coach, especially in the first half. I mean, if we, if we would have played Georgia for right. 30 minutes this year and last year, hey, we win. And like 14-13, and then this year it's 21-17. It's like, is it a conditioning thing? Like, if it's the second half? I don't know. It didn't – I don't know. I think I mean, it's a depth corona, issue. It's a stamina and depth issue. Which well, stamina we had a lot of guys depth. out on the line, too, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, Jerome Carvin's going to be playing more this week, they already said. So that's going to be good. Um, everybody seems to be healthy for this game. And we're going to need that. And, as a matter of fact, let's go ahead and do some Kentucky-Tennessee comparison. Because this is a huge I – don't, I don't want to call it a rivalry because it's not at all. If you look at the we, numbers. We don't need to call it a rivalry. We a, don't need to. Fan. But it is an occasion – it is an occasional rivalry. It is, no, it's just an occasion. Like we know every year we're going to play Kentucky. Yeah. And we've the, lost to them twice since me and you have been alive. Yeah. So the odds are very good. For us. Uh, yeah. If we keep trending the way we're going. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. Kentucky and scares me on paper. I've been to probably more Tennessee-Kentucky games than any other like Tennessee game, really? to be honest. I've probably been really? to like six. I think Georgia's five, the most I've Five been or to. six maybe. Georgia? I've seen them twice. 
I don't know. It was like as a kid, I was like, yeah, I got tickets to Kentucky. It's probably because we always beat their ass. Everybody's like wanting to go. It's a good time. I've seen Missouri twice. I've seen Florida twice. I guess I've just seen a bunch of teams twice. <laughs> sure. I'll go with again. UAB, USA. The USA game. Oh, South USA, Alabama. Yeah, USA. Uh, so, Kentucky, Tennessee. Right now, Kentucky looks better on paper, unfortunately. They have more total yards average, and they have less yards allowed. Now, they are a tight margin. They have 366, Tennessee, 343. Kentucky, 359, Tennessee, 384. Um, that's the last one was yards allowed. I figured, you figured it out. Um, it, it's weird to me because last year it came down to the wire. Yeah. And this game usually does. That's what's funny is like how close it always is. Like yeah. the 2007 game, me and you just watched. Insane. Four overtimes, 52-50. Insane. It's insane. It, I think I think 2015, I went to that game. It, we got pretty far away from – it was like 38 mm-hmm. to 17 or something. But like what did you say? They haven't beat us in Neyland in 28 years? They haven't beaten us in Neyland since 1984. Open, open up your bag of goodies. Oh, Come on. Tell, give the people what they want. It's honestly – you're, you're comes, are you guys. Are you okay? Because it's like going in a time machine, the shit you're about to hear. Dude, and you know what? I brought some party favors – and I think, you know, we're all here to have a good time. There's no rush. All right, so I, I like I like weird we're things. We're Tennessee okay? fans. We can wait. Right. We have time. I like weird shit like this, okay? So I like crossover coaching, okay. you know? Derek Ansley, mm-hmm. he coached yes. um, in 2013 and 2015. He was their corners coach, cornerbacks coach. Alabama. Uh, no, at Kentucky. Okay. Right, so he was their corners coach. 20, I think that was with fucking uh, Joker Phillips. Oh, fucking uh, – Joker Phillips. Who was their wide receiver back? I'll get to that in a second. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Brumbo, okay, mm-hmm. coached D-line for Stoops 13 through 16, and he is now co-defensive coordinator and defensive line coach at Tennessee. Yes. T. Martin, who is now on Tennessee's staff, was the wide receivers coach for Joker Phillips from 10 to 11. And then now there's a young kid, young cat, Clay, young cat. Get it? Clay Bollinger. He graduated Ooh, UK at, in 2017 as now the director of recruiting content. At Tennessee, pretty pretty cool stuff. Tennessee leads the series all time, eighty-one to twenty-five with nine pushes. Okay. Wait, what was that? I didn't hear you. Eighty-one, twenty-five, and nine. What what do those numbers represent? Tennessee is winning Mm eighty-one to Kentucky's measly twenty-five wins. Okay. And nine at best. My microphone, my earbuds were messing up. My headphones. Oh, I apologize. Not thank you for clearing that up. The. the bet can you can you guess what the best margin is and who what what team had it? Forty nine to three Tennessee. No, that's very close though. It's fifty six to nothing Kentucky. Oh, second best oh, margin. Oh, yeah, I know. What year? Kind of took me first. Took me what first. was the year? That was like nineteen forties. Don't really know. Oh. Now the other second largest margin was us. It was like seventies, and it was fifty two to nothing. So okay, kind of evens out. All right. All right, let's see what else I got here. All right, check this out. This is just a little stat for all you Kentucky fans. If any Kentucky fan out there hears this and they're like, you know, kind of mad about what you're hearing right now, and you're also like, I hope they don't bring up basketball because uh, we're gonna win that one, buddy. So yeah, you're winning all time, but in the in the recent history, okay, mm-hmm. in the past 15 games. Wait, are you switching to basketball? Right just now? for this one quick stat. Okay. Just for the just just, just like a just, little jab. Just to the jab them while they're yeah. listening, okay. and hopefully I don't bring it up. Right. But in the last 15 games, Tennessee has won eight out of the last 15 against Kentucky. And if you can do math. If you that's math, more than 50%. That's more than 50% against Coach Cal's team, so y'all should probably figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this is when shit gets pretty weird. 
the last time strap in. Kentucky beats us, all right? Mm-hmm. November 24th. Set the scene. 1984. It's a fall. Thanksgiving's right, right in the, Cri- the guess realm. What? Hey, like tomorrow, 11 a.m., and guess what? 60 degrees Fahrenheit. What? It's literally like tomorrow. Okay. And Tennessee was wearing them creamsicles with the stripes oh, down no the way. pants. They sure the were. Double stripes. The double they stripes. They back. Now, Kentucky won this contest 17-12, to 12, mm. and it went – I watched it today. It was fucking amazing. John Ward called it, and it went down to the wire. John Ward. Started raining at the end, actually. That's probably what caused us to start fucking up. But, yeah, UK, um, the notable players in this game are going to be our own Charles Davis, who had four tackles, one for loss, and one interception. Hi, Brad Agaton. Charles uh, Davis. Joker Phillips for old old boys. He had nine receptions for 47 yards, Mm -hmm. which – I don't know, but they won. So last time that that happened, right? This is crazy. These are all the things that this is the last time they beat us. This is what the world looked like. Okay. Okay. Purple Rain oh. by Prince and Wake Me Up Before You Go Go were the Wham. number one songs yeah. at the time. Okay. The number one movie at the in the box office at the time was Ghostbusters. Everybody's going to see Ghostbusters. Dude. Yeah, dude, we're just mid at prime right 80s right Halloween. now. Okay. Uh, two weeks before the game happened, MTV's very first music awards aired. That's is this the last time sick. Kentucky beat us at home? Yes. This is everything that's happened. Holy MTV viewed, MTV had their very first music awards ever. Ever. And three months before that, Marvin Gaye was shot by his nice alleged dad. jealous dad while he was trying to break up a fight between Fuck, his parents. Man. Yeah, they have some All explaining right, to do. Gay, dude. Yeah, it's that's all horrible. Kentucky's fault is pretty much what he's saying. Pretty much. It's Kentucky's fault. Uh, Wendy's Kentucky introduced the slaying, or the slogan, rather, Where's the Beef? Ooh. I, I feel like that's old as Arby's? shit. No, we have the beef. That's we. No, we have the meats. That's yeah, Arby's. Okay, but where's the beef is Wendy's. Wendy's. We used to be back yeah, in the day. I was like, true. Wendy's, that's where's the beef? That's right. It was like the old lady. Yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck. Crazy, right? Getting that walk down. Now I just want a Baconator, man. And really to... to well, I'm really not done here. I actually uh, yeah, got a little bit more going, here. Man. Yeah, let's go because you're not the, the climax. So this is really the coolest part of the rivalry to me, and I wish they would bring it back because I know Niedermeyer's got it on his desk. But wait, you didn't walk us through the game and how it went. And oh, well, the, they beat us. They beat us 17-12, to 12, and it really just – it, uh, it was a sloshy – So it was a sloshy yeah, run game at yeah. the end that we tried to Three come back from. And it really it was like a, one of those weird things where we had the ball and we were running – and we got tackled, and then John Ward was like, oh, the play clock's done. It's done. The game's it's over, done. and the game is over, and Tennessee loses this 17-12. to He's just, like, so calm about it. The Wildcats, 12. best of all. Yeah. I'm trying to see if my mic's working. That's why I'm saying weird shit. Is it? Yeah, I can definitely hear you. You can? Yeah. Okay. Unless you're picking up with my mic. But I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. All right. So, uh, I don't think. Excuse you. Yeah, bless me. Um, bless you. Whatever. Uh. Not so fast. Mm. I think Kentucky is yep. going to get that ass beat. Oh, let's go. And let me you tell you why. I, you know what? Keep going. I'm going to take that motherfucking ass beating, okay? Keep going. And, and, and this is just – I only had to look one game, okay? okay? And then I was sold. Right. Kentucky, last week, Mississippi State, they won 24-2. to Okay. Pretty convincing if you don't watch the game. Right. You just see the score. You're like, hey, cool shit. They beat LSU. Mm-hmm. Maybe Kentucky's going to win this game. But if you look at the stats, they had 84 rushing yards and 32 attempts. Mm-hmm. That's dog shit. Yes, it they is. They had 73 passing yards. 
He was eight for twenty-one. Right. Uh, I think they had six. They had six interceptions. That's the defense. Yeah. That's the defense. Okay. That's the defense. Right. I think two of those were uh, pick sixes. That's okay because they only won by three scores. Mm-hmm. Now they had eight punts. I'm just saying. Jarrett could definitely throw twelve interceptions Saturday because, <laughs> but at the same time, I think our defense is going to get in their ass because Mississippi State's defense is nowhere near our defense. I really do think that. No, I agree with you, and we beat them last year. But I mean, a whole whole different team from this year and last year. I mean, but I think so. Total offense rank in the SEC: Tennessee's eleven, Kentucky's ten. Mm-hmm. Passing rank: Tennessee's eleven, Kentucky's thirteenth. Rushing rank, we're 10. Kentucky, 1. They have the most rushing yards in the fucking SEC. Right. Um, total defense, we're we're really tied with 6 with like Mississippi State, but we're 7, and they're 8. Uh, now, we do have the leading sack leader, who is still the leading sack leader, even though he didn't play an entire game last week after getting a bullshit targeting call. DeAndre Johnson. But that's all right. He just got to, like, like Jeremy Pruitt said, he knows better. Hey, free right. DeAndre! Hey, it's okay. You're gonna come back, DeAndre. Be here. Have you this, you're gonna sack Terry Wilson. Hey, see this, buddy? Eight times. Be in here doing yeah, your doing right your work. Yeah, we're doing your work, buddy. Of Neyland Stadium. Yep. But you know, um, I, I'm excited for. Really, I think Josh Palmer will have a big game. Mm-hmm. I do. I do too. I think he's like that senior. I have senior. a question for you that everybody mm-hmm. wants to know the answer to. Okay. What game are we going to see Harrison Bailey? What game are we going to see Harrison in action? Is it going to be a blowout or will it be a desperation? Man, I'm not going to lie to you. It could be tomorrow. But I can see it being an eye against Alabama because Jeremy doesn't want to lose against his own own team like that. There's there's something weird about that. It's like you want to, you know, it's kind of like. It's a pride thing. It's like your dad, you know. I think he wants to be the first to beat beat Saban. Right, and nobody else has done it. If, and Saban came very fucking close, and Kirby has a chance to do that tomorrow. Right. So, but he's gonna be there. He's gonna be. I there. mean, you ask some of these he's crazy gonna guys. Fake, he's gonna get a fake test from somebody. It's gonna be positive or negative, and he's gonna be on the sideline because he's already tested. He's got two negative tests. You only need three before you can go coach. And if he gets one tomorrow morning, he's coaching on the sideline in person. I think. That I you could see him, in, I could think you could see him in Alabama, because everybody's kind of seen that. Like we've we've even talked about it. Alabama's defense is a little bit. They're not Alabama's little little defense. So every so it's kind of like all right. It's got a, Alabama's got a limp right now. Yes. And if everybody exploits it, you know, Jared, I'm not telling you right now. If, if Jared gets in there and throws two picks against Bama, and it's a close game going into halftime, Harrison's coming out. Some shit. There's no way. That Pruitt's going to lose his old team, his fucking his All mama. Right, pretty clear, but hey, but he got forty nine snaps. I'm just saying, right. he's not Sunday watching night. this kid do that shit right. for no reason. No, you're right. I agree with you. Oh, and one more thing, dude. I skipped a huge thing. Guess what happened in 1984? What? Doug Flutie. Oh, famous shit. pass. The hell, Mary. Oh, cut by Boston College. I don't believe it. Young Brent Musburger, man. Wow, that's, that is pretty good. I like that. I like, I like that a lot. Um, man, I was bummed about the Amarius Mims thing, but... Plenty more big guys that want to push people back. 
It's a thing. out there in high school. There, are, there are, and the three stars we have will not be three stars. No, they'll be this. they'll be trained four stars, maybe five stars, maybe four and a half stars. Hey, you never know. They're all six seven. Um, okay. Manuel Mosley is a three star, and he's starting for 49ers. So, so you tell me, you brought it up the the scrimmage that we had Sunday, the mm-hmm. Saturday after Georgia. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was all Sunday. The, all the guys. That's what I said. Sunday. All the guys that Saturday after we played Georgia. All the guys that hadn't really got a chance to play mm-hmm. played. Yeah. And Tamarion McDonald from Whitehaven was who he said stood out the most. And he, he was recruited as a middle linebacker, but they're using him as a safety. And he's like 6'3", 215. I mean, you think he plays till this week? Yes. You think yes, uh, – uh, 100%. We're going to see him on the field. I don't know if – I don't think he starts. If he did, that would be awesome. What but about D? You think D Beckwith gets back in there? I think he does. If he's healthy? I think I Is think he's healthy. healthy? From what I've seen on tweets and stuff, it's like he's running, looking like he's not injured. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, see unless him. he gets hit and it's a thing, or he's just tender. So I don't know. I want to see him. You know, we got Elijah coming in too. So yeah. we've got promising <coughs> running backs: Eric Gray and Ty Chandler. Ty Chandler, leading rusher. Well, was was the leading rusher in the SEC. Um, speaking of things that I want to happen, like this win, I want the the Bourbon barrel, the whiskey barrel, to come back. It's on Niedermeyer's desk, and I want it to come back. What do you think? Do you think we should come? Up, do you think we should have it back? Because Kentucky took it away, and both schools agreed to take it away. The yeah, bourbon barrel. No, I, I think the bourbon barrel should be brought back because Kentucky is competitive now, and they can beat us. They could beat us tomorrow. Like they're a good team. I'm with you. I think we whoop their ass. Oh yeah. But talent wise, they're deeper than us. Yep. It's at home, and we're gonna have more fans than we did last week. And I've always kind of. And I'm not saying it. I'm kind of a Tennessee fan. Don't want to say that. What? I'm, all right, I'm gonna say it. You know how like Tennessee fans kind of feel like the Tennessee Vols football team's always had a mental block a little bit on Florida. Uh, that well, the, I think the Tennessee fans make that mental block because players hear that shit and well, then I think make it a real the same thing. with Tennessee and Kentucky. I think Kentucky's always kind of been like, "Fuck, the orange dudes are here." The fucking shit. I agree with you. I, like they like they, they even on the days they know they're like dude they got Dooley and a nobody quarterback we've had buddies who are like Tennessee we're not gonna win yeah like that's yeah you know they they like us unfortunately and Bama mm-hmm. like yeah. like growing up we kind of could just throw that game out I of never the really thought Bama growing up is like oh shit I mean I was like they're good and that's a robbery but I was like you know when we lost to Florida twelve straight years that was pretty rough. After 04, after 04, ever yeah. since then, I was like, that. Yeah, I'm scared of them. That's the worst. They suck. They, I hate them. They suck. To be but now I'm, we're going to get them. We're going to get them. We know their weakness. Do we need to have a barrel for every game? We need to have a trophy for every game. We're every in. game. Because they're well, all because, important. Dude, if you look us up, we have, I think, the second most rivalries in college football. First or second. Like, like teams put us as a rival. Like, we're just involved in the most rivalries. Like, BYU's like, I mean, they're awesome to play. <laughs> we beat them. So. Notre Dame's like, we played them four times as a rivalry. Big big time. It's century shit. Isn't it two and two? Yeah. Two and two, four yeah. and four. Or, wait. Two and two. Two and two? Yeah. Four times, yeah. Four times. I wanted to talk about the uh, whiskey, bro. I just put up this pretty cool, crazy story. I've been Go ahead and tell skimming it. Skimming over. Um, so, the wooden barrel was painted half blue and half orange. And was awarded to the winner of every game from 1925 to 1997. The barrel was introduced in 1925 from a group of former Kentucky students who wanted to create a material sign of their school's 
supremacy mm. in the rivalry. That's it was Kentucky's idea. They thought they were the shit. Okay, okay. and this is in the twenties when shit didn't matter. Right. Well, back uh, in that back then they were the shit. Yeah, those were roaring twenties. Everybody's honking their ah ah ooga. You know everything. Yeah, right. Everything's going good. And they're like, yeah, let's make this barrel. Beat the shit out of your wife and like nothing happens. Yeah, everybody's like, yeah, let's make a barrel because we're Kentucky and we make bourbon. Steve is. Yeah, Steve. Um, Go go Cats. Actually, I didn't even think about this. In 1925, five years after Prohibition. So I was thinking about this. We should have like Colorado Mm -hmm. and like UCLA do the bong bowl. Yeah. When all, you know. Because it's the legal. Cannabis cup. The cannabis cup. Like, yeah, do some shit like that. Right. Where they roll a huge joint on the field and scratch a name. Dude, the marijuana memorial. The marijuana memorial, dude. Like, That's... I was seriously thinking. The Super Bowl. Like, the Super Bowl. Oh. Like, the college Super Bowl. Bro. <laughs> some shit like that. I think we're on to something. Hey, is if we keep going in this progressive direction, I don't see why, uh, you know, the Super Bowl isn't an option. So this is my uh, pretty much favorite story with this. <laughs> in 1953, okay, this is when Tennessee started doing start doing that clapping, okay. We kept it for four years straight, and then they beat us. All right, mm-hmm. they want they want the barrel back. We keep it. They come on our campus and kidnap Smokey. So we they they accused us us of keg napping, and then we accused them of dog napping. And then at the end of the era, we get it back, and then guess who steals it? So so Kentucky gets it back because they win the game, and then they give a Smokey back. Vandy, bro, Vandy steals the fucking barrel and tries it. Dude, Vandy steals the barrel and brings it to Nashville, and they're like, hey, Tennessee fans, come here. We're going to root against Kentucky together. And then in a basketball game, and Kentucky wipes them out in Nashville, and then they're forced Take to the barrel. They're, yeah, they're forced to give Kentucky back the barrel. Vandy stole the barrel. I think that's one of the coolest underrated stories fucking of the barrel. Vandy, dude, why can't you just mind your own fucking business? You yeah, know, fucking incredible. But tragically, the reason all this comes to an end is in nineteen ninety nine, ninety eight. Yeah, same year. I guess everything's the same. Right. Uh, fatal alcohol related car crash killed two UK football players in ninety eight. Um, this prompted the end of the barrel exchange. Kentucky Athletic Director C. M. Newton expressed the mm-hmm. idea that the ongoing use of an alcohol container as a trophy would be inappropriate under these circumstances. Which he's not wrong. That is kind of okay, but whatever. that's not going to stop anybody else from. You're drinking. right. A barrel is not going to change your fuck. I, 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 that's I totally a agree. Dumb way to totally think. agree. That's a stupid way to think. Uh, the ceremony was canceled for the 98 game, and the both schools mutually agreed a year later to permanently discontinue the tradition in 1999. The actual barrel was in UT's possession when the schools ended the exchange, but its current whereabouts are unknown, and Kentucky has stated that they did not get it when they beat us in 2011. However, on November 12, 2019, Tennessee's tight ends and coach Brian Niedemeyer posted the photo of a barrel on his Twitter Yes, he did. So it's with us. We got the barrel. Neither Meyer. Yeah, I love how they wanted to get it. <laughs> like, like they that, that was definitely the like it was relevant. Right. The last time they won. Yeah. That's just funny to me. Ye- well, 2010. Oh no, 2017. Well, because we have a two game win streak. Again. Yeah, that's right. But they didn't get it then. But the last time they beat us was in '84. Before then, when they got it, they had it then. 26 game win streak. The longest in FPS besides I think it was like Navy or somebody. Wow. I mean, can you believe it? I mean, I believe that we're going to kick some ass tomorrow at 11 a.m., son. Mm. Actually, it's going to be 12 over there. All right, so who's your standout player on offense tomorrow? Go. 
Standout player in office tomorrow. Look for Eric Gray. I think he's going to do. I think he's going to trick up that Kentucky. I really do think he's going to trick up. He's getting better every week, and I think he's going to blow up Kentucky's defense, getting that secondary. He might even take a. I'm going to say forty. I'm going to say forty-five or longer yard rush tomorrow. I'm calling it. And my outstanding player on defense, calling it right now. Obviously, Henry, and then my secondary because we all have to do that because he's on there. I'm going to say Kavon. I think Kavon gets in that ass, especially. <clears throat> Kavon Bennett? Yeah, I think he gets in that ass. What, like, what are you talking sack-wise? I think he just puts right, – because he had to do a lot last week with against Georgia because DeAndre was out. Right. So, he's just he, – he's probably realizing, like, that's probably going to be the case. Somebody's going to get kicked out or something or somebody's going to get hurt. Right. So, I think him and DeAndre being on both sides, which is how they've been playing, I, I would expect both of them to have at least one. DeAndre might have one or piece. two. Sack a piece, but DeAndre may have two. DeAndre is my player to watch on defense. Because their offensive line. Because he's coming back and he's hungry and he's angry. Right. But he's going to have to channel that emotion to not get in trouble again. But I think that he's going to come out and smack a motherfucker in the mouth. Yeah. you what, son? Ow! Hey. Man. Man, I have to be a little more sober for this next one, dude. I'm going to be honest. Sober? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? A little more than I am. Not completely. But. Well, you, you're not sober, sir? Oh. Uh, How'd you get past that drug stream? Pam. Hey, fuck. We got to get a new test. Hey, switch from the mouth swabs to the piss test, Steve. I told you last week. Yeah, I need you to switch that. Uh, All we got to do is put Listerine in there. Yeah, can you order one times Bastards. cup, ten panel? Hey, hey, I need mean, a listens. ten panel cup. Nobody fucking listens anymore. They just think they could smoke marijuana and act like hoodlums. Yeah, just talk hey, whatever they want. Sit there and eat. Yeah, because they just crazy because they can. Fuck, man! These wild think, hoodlums. You think you can just do whatever you want? Fucking idiots! Um, fucking Rocky Top, dude. Rocky Top. Till I drop, son. Um, do you have anything else that you need to say about this rivalry? Because I, I think that uh, we we've said almost everything you can. Um, my offensive player to watch for is Jalen Hyatt. This is just because I know some the, weird shit about, like, U.S. history, so I might nerd out a little bit right okay. here. But it's just like the two states, okay? We got Andrew Jackson. Right. They got Abraham Lincoln. He was born there. Yeah, but both of them kind of stood for the opposite side of the, the coin there, don't you think? Oh, yeah. That's just bad. It's just history. But check this out. Um, True. Bluegrass. Uh-huh. The reason it's called Bluegrass yeah. is because the guy that started it, his name's Bill Monroe. He's from Tennessee. Right. He just lived in Kentucky. He's like, oh, I like it over there. So he lived over there, started a band. They called themselves the Bluegrass Boys. Ooh. That's where – and they were the first band to ever start playing like that type of music. So wow. that's where everybody's like, oh, they're just Bluegrass. That's where it comes. And then he named it that because of Kentucky. That's cool. But nobody knows where the name Kentucky comes from, which is I find hilarious. Because Tennessee comes from the Tennessee River, mm-hmm. which is from the Ch- Chickasaw Indians that just named it the Tennessee River. Tennessee. Tennessee and the top border. Check this out. You're gonna like this one. Yeah. Hey, that you're gonna like this. Hey, one. so hey, who? If you ever say you didn't learn that shit on this show, hey, hey you can go fuck off. God. All so right. back in the day, it was like Lewis and Clark shit. These two guys, I don't remember their names, but they're getting together to find the Mary borders. Weather. They were like doing the borders of Kentucky and Tennessee because mm-hmm. they were there was like a war almost between Kentucky. Like they were like, That's fuck true. you, we're both south. Yeah. But we're different. And um, northern. Like 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 we it's were like, like you fuck Kentucky Fried Chicken. They were like fuck Cracker Barrel. Like. It's kind of like a different right. south. Yeah. And uh, delicious. Two, both delicious, but different. Like different, different days for sure. Cracker Barrel. One's after church and one's after like a breakup. 
Yeah. You just figure out which one that is. Or church, which is kind of the same. You kind of feel the same after. You feel ashamed and like, like you, you did something like, wrong. Like you don't deserve to live. Right. Um, exactly. So there was about a 12 – so the whole – so the top of Tennessee and the bottom of Kentucky, mm-hmm. who knows, like seven hours length. But forever, the guys that mapped it out, that border was 12 miles of like no man's land in between. And instead of breaking out in war, that was like it was like the longest strip of land in the United States, and they called it Tennessee. Mm. Man, wow, dude! I want to go. I want to live there. Why? Tennessee? That's the fifty-first state. That is a fifty-first state, so Tennessee can can. Um, hang on, Tennessee, ten cookie. Yeah, dude, I'm just telling you right now, whiskey's better than bourbon all day of the week. All right, hey, son. Well, we'll see you Sunday. with. This is the preview. We're going to give you the review, and then we'll give you the preview again next week. But, hey, we'll figure all that shit out later. And then the preview, and then the review. More steam. Put it on. Rock your top. See you soon. Love you. You'll always be home sweet home to me. Good old Rocky Top, Rocky Top, Tennessee, Rocky Top, Tennessee. Once two strangers climbed old Rocky Top, looking for a moonshine stick.